everyone, and welcome to Flapping and Fawning. Oh, Fawn, it has been so long. I like, know. What, what happened? I feel like we were just recording an episode, and then all of a sudden, a month went by or something. Yeah, it felt like two or three months. Yeah. and It was actually like a year, almost. Almost an entire decade. A decade? Yeah, a millennia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I'm so glad to be sitting across from you again. Same. Listeners, I'm sorry that we weren't able to give you another episode last week, but we are going to make up for it with a double penetration of episodes for your stream this week. We love a good DP. Oh, yeah. And we'll cross that stream with you today when this episode is released, on the day that it is released, and then again on a later date when we review episode nine. But today we'll be reviewing RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 7, episode eight. I don't know what that song yeah. was. Yeah. But, um, I wasn't going to make something, but then my mind farted, so... <laughs> there it is. That's the theme song. Um, but anyways, well, let's. I think we should just hop in the time machine and travel a week back and see what we would have talked. Yeah, about. what what would we have talked about a week ago? Do 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 do. So fun. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Flap? I'm walking on sunshine and heels. Obviously. <laughs> I love that flapping and fawning mug that you're drinking out of. Oh, th- this whole thing. <laughs> you can get your very own at the link in our bio. Mm, delicious. Well, Fawn, what have you been up to? It's been a very busy week for me. Well, I just got back from the beach. <gasps> the beach? Yes. I we heard went- that life is one. Yeah. From and so am time. I. Mm. <laughs> I believe it. Um, but yeah, so went down to the beach with family. Um, Fun. I went down a little late, so I couldn't. So that way I didn't miss Drag Brunch All-Stars with JJ Lee. Yes. Um my brain and then you dead. went back rolls to the beach yes and i went to the beach <laughs> was that just for like vacation yeah it was vacation nice um we went to this like small little beach that's not super commercialized and yeah. touristy it's kind of an in florida you probably never heard of it yeah you probably mm-hmm. never heard of it <laughs> <laughs> um and like w- got to like go horseback riding on the beach we did this like <gasps> whole like horseback ride thing that was an hour long that was great it was my first time ever on a horse not that i haven't ridden anything before right i knew you would go horse bareback riding in the right sand. right how was that that sounds so fun it was great my horse's name was frog frog he was the cutest <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but so it was in florida in florida you can drive on the sand as long as you have like a special license permit thing you're allowed to take your car onto the sand yeah well, we were almost back and the little inlet into the little like parking area where we got on the horses at, there's a, it's the road and cars can come out of it. This like pickup truck sped it out of it and like whipped and threw sand up and it was like a decent ways away enough that it wouldn't have affected us super bad yeah. if like it, he wouldn't have hit us, but he went the other direction, but it spooked my horse specifically oh not frog yeah it spooked the fuck out of frog and i just like kind of like held on and like some as somebody who's never ridden a horse i was just like remain calm yeah hold on (laughs) don't let them just like have the reins and the dude was like no you handled that great good job nice so wow i've never seen a fawn on a horse before right a fawn on a horse Named Frog. 
And I got to go stand up paddle boarding and kayaking while I was there. So it was a fun. That is such a fun day trip. How how long were you down there? I went down on Tuesday morning, came back Saturday. Work. Oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah. See, I keep going on these trips and they're not quite vacations, but they're I'm taking vacation from work. So I think people think I'm going on vacations, but I'm really just going and living my Hannah Montana double life. Isn't it like <laughs> wild because you have to take off work and it's just like, I'm going to go work. Right. <laughs> Been there. Yeah. I, oh, but I, that's so fun. I actually got to go horseback riding um, a couple years ago with my partner. It was one of our first like trips. We went to, uh, I think it was in Gatlinburg and we went horseback riding and we were with a few friends and, it was like they lined us all up by size, okay? And I am not a large person. And, and a lot of times, for some reason, I'm usually the shortest person in the room, like when it's like a work setting or, or just a setting where I just happen to find myself. But it's, whenever I'm with my friends, I'm almost always the largest person. Which, Same. Yeah, well, yeah, but you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was bizarre because like we were with three other people and they were all just a little bit shorter than me. So they lined us up by size. And I guess that they do that so that when little kids ride these horses, they get like the pony, right? Yeah. And they work their way, their way up. But there were like eight of us in the group. Somehow I was the largest one. And so they went to one of our friend and they, one of our friends and they were like, "You get this horse. Her name is Cupcake, and she is such an easy little ride. So just go ahead and hop on, no big deal." And they went to the next one. Now you get Pancake. She's a little bit rougher, but she's still very, very sweet. Um, next, you get Waffle. She uh, she is a little new, so you have to hold on tight. But don't worry, she she follows instructions pretty good. And let me guess, you got Flapjack. And oh. that's where your drag name came from. Oh no no no, I mean, <laughs> Flapjack does have something to do with this trip. Th- that name origin actually, but um, not in this story. They come to me and they say, "All right, now you you better hold on because you got Dixie." <laughs> <laughs> And so they put me on the biggest, meanest horse they had. Oh, I mean, I was on the <laughs> tallest horse that oh, yeah. they had. Um, and they were all male horses. There were so many Work. times that they would have to stop to pee. Mm. and Pee in the sand. And they also told us because they were all male horses, they were like, try to stay six feet away from each other. And like some of them would sometimes give the other ones a dirty look if they got a little too close to like oh. the back of them. They were like, they are males. Are they going to... Are they like homophobic horses? So they were just like, in case they like... Mount each other? (laughs) No, just in case they like kick. Oh. Because alpha male, like... Yes. The chain. I thought you meant these horses were going to fuck. Right here on God's beach. Could you imagine? I I can. (laughs) That's (laughs) the problem. (laughs) Uh, But yes, Dixie was was a pain. Um, But yeah. I'm I'm glad you got to have that horseback riding experience. That sounds so fun, especially on the beach. Right. It was so And when we started, there was like dolphins that were riding along <gasps> like that were like in the water going along with us for like the first like 10 minutes of it. So that was a cute moment. We got to just see dolphins I love this. right along it. This is such a fun little family vacation. It was like you could not have planned it. And it was like kind of overcast. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't hot and it was breezy. Yeah. And like the photos that we got were kind of ominous, but cute. Now, were they the type at the beach that were like, sorry, it's not sunny and scoldering hot? Like, were they like apologizing for the weather? Um, no. 
like the horseback people were like, no, but we're going to keep an eye on it just in case if it gets thundery or mm. stuff like that, we got to bring it back because we just want, don't want to get the horses spooked. Of course, of course. That makes sense. That makes sense. I always live for a cloudy day at the beach. It's like nice as mm-hmm. long as it's not like fucking up the water. True. Because like when I first got there, the water was so clear and then like after it rains a couple times, that w- water is not clear. Mm. Not as bad as like Gulf Shores because Gulf Shores, I swear that water is never clear, but yeah, never clear. <laughs> Gosh, you took me back to my college days. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I love that. Well, okay. When you traveled South, I migrated North. Yes. Uh, How had, was that? It was so fun. We had the Camp Wanakiki preview party at the Boston Museum of Science uh, last week. So we got to go up and uh, almost all of the campers were there. Vincent was not able to make it. He unfortunately had COVID, so he wasn't able to join us. But everyone else was there. Um, and the sugar bakers were there too. And uh, we got to watch the first episode, which you couldn't see it anywhere else. You won't be able to see it until uh, it comes out in September on Out TV. But we all got a first preview at it at this event. It was so fun. We got to. It was so wild. It, it, it was wild. Like, and especially considering. You were in a fucking box. Oh, yes. <laughs> I couldn't imagine what sitting in that outfit would be like. Well, <laughs> I loved my look. It, no, it was like hands down one of my favorite looks that I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I was like, I, I actually made it myself. How is she going to sit in that? Yeah. It's like my thank only you. thought that I had. <laughs> um, Head empty. Well, except for that thought that that was an oversight. We didn't think about the fact that I would have to be moving a lot in that look. Um, so but what we actually did was we did prepare for that. The only thing was the box was kind of difficult to get off. So when everyone walked in and they ushered all the other campers to like (laughs) where to sit in the theater, Danny and I were still standing outside, like getting the box off of me. Um, and then we put the jewelry in such a way where if, like the neck piece could come off. Um, so, Oh, yeah. and it kind of created like a different silhouette. So, uh, it, it, it lost a little bit of the, the campiness by taking off the box. Cause it wasn't like the flap Jack in the box, but I was still serving body and I still had the flap, uh, the Jack in the box in my hair. So it worked out. That was such a good look. We'll post a picture on the Instagram for those of you who haven't seen it. Yes. And all the other campers, they had amazing looks as oh, yeah. well. I was obsessed with clinicas. They were um, a hamburger Mary's oh, pizza yeah. delivery person. And like when they opened the box, it said prom. Um, (laughs) And I loved uh, Hillary's look that had the beaver bag and they were wearing a Canadian tuxedo because they're from Canada. I saw that. that It was was great. (laughs) It was great. And it really was a blast getting to reunite with everyone. Um, Yeah. And and meeting their partners, too. That was such a special I have to know, though, while Hillary was there, (laughs) did she spend... A night in a ditch. No, but she did spend a night in the bay. She just went under the dock and slept there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very kinky. So, um, Hillary actually is going to be doing, she's going to be reviewing the episodes on her YouTube channel. So, oh. y'all should go subscribe to that. She, um, she's been posting some really fun uh, uh, behind the scenes stuff. Like, she has this photo from when I lost my luggage, and I'm just like trying to live my best life um, with Hillary, but you can see through the mask that I'm extremely stressed out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was really a blast. And then we also, I got to check two states to perform in off my box because I got to perform 
at the preview party. We got to watch all the campers perform, which was probably the best part. Like, you know, we, we came to camp and we, we've seen the looks that each other brought for that. That was really cool. But getting to see what we all do best, um, it, it's just a, getting to see that other side of them that yeah. I not didn't in a even competition know setting. Yeah. And, and that was that was just so nice to be in a stress free environment with that. Um, and then we uh, a couple weeks or not a couple weeks, a couple days after that, we got to go to Rhode Island to perform in Providence at at alchemy and there was an after party at this bar called stable but anyways it was it was just a blast love getting to go up and showcase a little bit of what i do well y'all make sure y'all are subscribed to out tv mm-hmm. so we can watch flapjack snatch this crown oh, this yes. season uh-huh i will be taking it home i will raid the crown and i will raid the cafeteria at camp i just want to go on a panty raid <laughs> did somebody say uh Panty raid? Wait, actually though, did did somebody say break? And we're back to dissect and dilute and I don't know another did, D did, word. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was trying double penetrate, <laughs> double penetrate again. <laughs> <laughs> All-Star 7. This week's episode is Santa School for Girls. Yes! This totally took me back to um, Eight Reindeer Monologues. I feel like we talk about it all the time. Right. But like, it was Christmas, and they, there was directing involved. And I was like, this is literally just... And like at one point in this skit, she calls for Prancer. Yes. And they called Holly... They were they kept saying Hollywood. And I think um, Jinx's character name was Holly, which is... Holly, the, yeah. Is my character's name. So, yeah, that was wild. It was cute, <laughs> which I mean, sh- obviously we keep talking about reindeer monologues because I mean, without reindeer monologues, we wouldn't have this podcast, right? Yeah. So our, our little chit chatting and fawning in the backstage of Birmingham Festival Theater. Uh, that was such a good time. That was a good time. I'd do it all over again. I would too. I actually really have missed it. Um, it like it amazed me how much as an entertainer, it helped me to grow and to like learn about how to make better choices, like while on the stage. Oh yeah. Um, So yeah. And character development. Right. I'm, I'm absolutely looking for another opportunity. They announced their season. (gasps) It's officially been announced. Oh, work. Yeah. Are you thinking about auditioning? Possibly. I don't know what Yeah, Like I have a few in mind. There's some musicals this season, which means, not doing those. <laughs> I'm definitely interested. I think I will probably wait for the Camp Wanakiki stuff to to pass. That makes sense. I think there's going to be. I'm going to be kind of swamped with that. Um, but as long as you I'm don't have interested. swamp ass. No, well, that's part of my brand. <laughs> oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Excuse me. We're still in the time machine back to last week. Um, but anyways, getting into episode eight, the queens walk come back into the workroom after Trinity and Jada won, and Evie has been blocked. And she just sits next to, tr- next to Trinity and says, well, why'd you block me, sis? And Trinity is just like, well, it was either you or Jada, mm-hmm. logically, and Jada was in the top. And I mean, the group consensus was like, yeah, that was the logical thing to yeah. do. And everybody was like, yeah, that's fair. I think they're all just wanting to pass it around at this point. Yeah. Like the only like thing- a good STD. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like a good <laughs> I've got the chlamydia. clap and I'm giving it to you. Oh my God. Don't give me, don't give me, that takes me back to my band bus <laughs> days. Um, I loved that the group was talking about 
like they kind of did a star count and so I'm just gonna do a oh, yeah. star count roundup so Jada is in the lead with three stars now Trinity Jinx and Evie have two and Raja Viv Shay and Monet are at the bottom with just one star and, and then, they, and they, then they, they start talking about how many challenges there are left mm-hmm. and there's like four weeks left the girls are doing math and Calculus. Shay says I'm not a mathematician but those numbers don't look good to me. Right. Do you think that it's still possible for one of these four who are only have one star to make it to the top? I mean, they're all winners. So, yeah. I mean, fair. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're any, we don't know what these upcoming challenges are. Yeah. And I mean, they keep hinting and, at a twist. So, you know, yeah. some bullshit's going to go down. And anything could happen. So, you never know because Shay... Only has one star, but she's been consistently mm-hmm. well the whole season. Same with Monet. Yeah. I lo- one of my favorite parts of this opener was when um, they were talking about how Trinity would have had three stars if Shay hadn't blocked her in week one. And she's just like, oh, but that was so week one. Right. <laughs> but I mean, also, Viv is the only one that's really holding on to that more than anybody. Well... I think the producers are holding on to it more than anybody. But it's so funny Fair. to me where they're still trying to push this narrative of Viv and Jinx. And every time Viv mentions something, they pan over to Jinx and Jinx just looks like she does not give a shit. Right. <laughs> She's, she was like asleep on the table at one point. And, and Viv was just still... Seattle's human. premier narcoleptic <laughs> drag queen. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> so RuPaul comes in and tells the queens that they will be for their maxi challenge. Uh, making the soon-to-be cult classic. Santa's School for Girls. And Trinity gets to assign the roles because she won last week. I will say one thing that I did enjoy this week was when they did the little video message at the beginning. It just starts, hey, hoes. (laughs) (laughs) I love the directness, but also it fits because Christmas. It does fit because Christmas. And if it fits. It ships. It ships. Oh, that was what you were going to say? Okay, that's the off <laughs> Um So um, what did you think about how they assigned these roles? Um, so like Trinity obviously was... Trinity's playing the political game. Right. She wants to be on everybody's good side. I mean, she's making everyone's looks. Yeah. So it was a... I didn't hate that she gave Viv first choice because mm-hmm. Viv gave her first choice the Makes week sense. before. Makes sense. Tit for tat yeah. kind of thing. Toot for poot. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that got tricky for me was the audition. I, I loved it. I loved <laughs> it. Was Monet and Jinx auditioning for Miss Toe. Yes. And obviously being the better pick. Jinx obviously being the yeah. better pick. And then Trinity is like, well, I have this alliance with Monet and Jinx can do good in anything. So we're going to give it to Monet. And, you know, and not to get too ahead of myself, but I actually was really happy with how this turned out in the end, because I think that had Trinity put Monet with some other part, I just don't know that Monet could have made it as interesting. I liked as Monet as this yeah. role. I agree. Yeah. Same, 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 same. There was just, I think there was more to work with and um, Jinx totally could, as she proved, um, do an excellent job with any character she was given, but yeah. no matter how big or small a role. Um, one thing that was kind of weird to me about this was 
really once they get to the filming um, was, you know, they've had a lot of acting challenges this season and they've never brought up, you know, Evie's only maxi challenge win from her main season was when she won a shared win with Scarlet Envy for an acting challenge. Was that her only win? That was her only win. And it's just... And that's also like her biggest insecurity this season it, too. Right. Isn't that bizarre? I mean, this whole season is bizarre. Let's it be is real. bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I'm, uh, I really love Evie oddly. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of mad that we're not getting amazing lip syncs from yeah. her. I feel like that's a, that's probably the biggest oversight from the whole season. Yeah. Uh, so I just, anyways, I was hoping she would do better in this week, but maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. But we get ready to go to filming. Yes. And we have the roles lined up. Yes. Who are the roles? Viv is headmistress nut Megan. Work. Shay is the Katie Heron role, the new girl that is like the homeschool transfer student. She's mm-hmm. Noelle. Then we have the nice girls, Mary, Holly, and Joy. And Mary is Evie. Jinx is Holly. Which is like the Regina George type. Yeah. Mary is. And then Mary is the Regina George type, which is Evie. Jinx is Holly, which is yes. obviously the Gretchen Wieners. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> Trinity is like the is Joy, who is very, very obviously the Karen. Yes. <laughs> then Monet is Professor Toe, which I initially thought was going to be not Professor Mrs. Toe, um, which I originally thought was going to be the Tina Fey character, the Mrs. Norberry. I think she was like a combined but then character. It kind of gave me a little bit of that, but also gave me a little bit of Professor Trelawney from Harry yeah. Potter. It also gave me I'm not a cool or I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Yeah. And then Jada was Hannah, which I felt was kind of like the nerdy character. Random. Her character didn't make sense it being there. It felt like we needed another character. Mm-hmm. So we're putting another character in here. Yeah, but you can't eliminate queens then. You can yeah. make up random characters. But I think I think it was supposed to be like she was the the gay character. What's his name? Damien. Damien. But yes. she was the nerd character and Damien's right. not really a nerd. But, well, he kind of is, you know, like when he does the talent show thing. I mean, there were the actual nerds and mean girls. True. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I guess they just couldn't have a gay character like in this gay TV show. This is gay erasure. Right. (laughs) It is gay erasure. This is homophobia. It literally is. (laughs) And then last but not least, we have Raja (laughs) as as Scrooge. Uh, Great pick. Right. Who would you have wanted to be? Um, Either Joy... Mm-hmm. Or Mary. <gasps> really? I think you would have made a great Scrooge. Really? Yeah. I feel like I could have done Scrooge. Mm-hmm. You totally could. I feel like I could have done Scrooge. You love to break the mold and... Very that, but I also like being dumb sometimes, and I also yeah. like being a bitch. <laughs> so... I love it. I think I would have wanted to be... Um, I think I would have wanted to be uh, uh, Viv's character. What was her name? The, uh, Holly? No. No. Um, <laughs> Headmistress Nut Megan. Headmistress Nut Megan. Yes, yes, yes. And, okay, I think that there was... Now, she was having to play, like, a lot of characters there, but the one th- thing that I think she missed was the character's name was Miss Nut Megan Kelly. So, like, she never really did Megan Kelly at any point. That was the only thing that I thought was kind of missing for her. Megan Kelly. Yeah, Megan Kelly. Me- um, that is a person who you should know. And I feel like, sorry, I, I brought it up. I so. feel like I might know who this is. Megan, uh, 
Maggie, she's the Fox News. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I feel like she never did anything around Megan Kelly. Um, but My brain, when I heard Kelly went to Kellyanne Conway. Mm, yeah. I, I think my brain also went to that initially. <laughs> and now that I'm looking up Megan <laughs> Kelly, uh, I'm kind of confusing myself. But anyways, I would have wanted to play her because it. I really, I honestly would have played it the way I played Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Because like Viv played it as like Faye Dunaway as Joan Crawford, as Donald Trump, as like four other characters. Yeah, precisely. And it was just a lie. But it was good. I and if I couldn't have been her, I think I would have liked to have been Joy. I, I also really liked the stupid role. It it was so good. And I one thing that I really liked about this acting challenge is we actually had a director, right? Our guest judge, Janixa Bravo, and it showed. Mm-hmm. Like she knew what was up. This was by far one of the best finished products of a acting challenge oh yeah agreed because it's not just michelle or carson or rue just sitting there like telling them things it's like somebody with insider experience that this is literally what they do and they know how to speak it in a way that is able to be understood yeah yeah i mean i don't think that they will ever do this again at least not in a regular season they should because i I mean yeah they should like the thing that makes the show great is the performances by the queens right yeah and getting to see them succeed and really be the best they can be but in actual drag race they just want to see everyone make a fool of themselves you know for tv so i think that they will only ever do that again in an all winter season unfortunately that's dumb I, it is dumb because like some of those some of those skits that they write oh are just so bad but this that's one was bad. this one was decent i didn't that hate it decent it could have been dragified a little more mm-hmm. put an eyelash here and there yeah that's 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 what's up um i loved the critiques that she gave um one of my favorite things about the whole like i i love that they went through and highlighted this is how directing is done. Oh yeah. Um, Even like just the pointing out Jada, how mm -hmm. not even giving Jada notes, but saying your um, physical comedy Um, and physical acting is perfect. So like taking those time, taking that time to like point out the positive stuff that's going on that doesn't need notes. Yes. Like, that's good. I completely agree. One of my favorite moments from the filming was when um, RuPaul complimented Monet's dreads. Oh my gosh. She was like, yeah, I just took off that bald cap I've been wearing all season. I, I like don't know why that tickled me so much. That one got me. And then also whenever Viv was doing the lip thing. Uh-huh. And then Ru just is hysterically laughing to the point that it's like interrupting filming. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ru, stop it. Stop it, bro. Your ass is mint. <laughs> Your ass is doing all the acting. And it really was. Rue is on something. Oh, Rue is definitely on something. <laughs> These coffee enemas are getting stronger and stronger. I think there might be a few quaaludes. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, she is definitely mixing her substances. She's on uppers, downers, <laughs> everything Poppers. in between. Um, was there anything else from getting ready or filming that stuck out to you? Um. Going into this, I thought Trinity was going to bomb. And then they gave her that note. Oh, yeah. And she could. Of take joy in the absence. Mm-hmm. Which also is kind of a double entendre because her character is joy. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wow caught that literally as I'm speaking it. <laughs> but yeah, that was when like she was not doing good. 
No, it was and then they gave her the like take joy in the absence, and it re- her character really started mm-hmm. coming together. I will say one thing that I would have done differently when they did the gasps. They told them at first it was like the hail Santa. They wanted all three of the nice girls together, but then for the gasps be like where their individual characters came out. Yeah, if I was the joy role, I would have fully gone with the Karen character and my gasp would have been like grabbing my titties awkwardly <laughs> or something like, see, I wish Evie had done more with her part, especially in those uh, individualistic moments. You know, she was the leader, but I don't think it was enough to set her apart. Um, I think she would have like, I think she should have just been super horny all the time. I the think- Evie was kind of lacking for me yeah the time the only time that evie really stood out for me was when she wasn't with the other nice girls when she had that scene with viv right and it was tattletelling on miss candy corn but i still think i i still think she could have done more like she was talking about the pumpkins you know yeah i was like i don't know if she had done something like her tits are pumpkins or something. It it, it could have and the whole just amplified it, made it more. She missed a lot of the level. delivery on some of the sexual innuendos. Mm-hmm. Like Santa's, we're gonna go trim, trim our, trees. our trees because Santa is coming or something In like that. Night. And I'm just like, yeah, that delivery. Well. She got that challenge win back in season 11. So I guess she doesn't have to redeem herself. At this you point. got she's, Miguel. She's a winner. She has more money than I do. Um, <laughs> Was there anything else that stuck out to you from this? I think that's all from filming. Well, I love that they went from acting in the challenge to acting in the workroom and talking about if they were in a horror movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was just so funny to me. But also it felt kind of random <laughs> because it was like, we didn't know what they were like, why they were all of a sudden doing this like horror spooky. Like why yeah. are they running from a, that was super random. But then you watch the finished product and you're like, Oh, oh I get it now together. They weren't showing us that before, but now it makes sense. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I love that. If you were in a horror movie, what would be your final words? Choke me, devil daddy. Choke me. And that's how you live. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, though, when they did this, did you notice that Trinity's, Trinity was wearing the same cheetah print robe that she did the All-Stars 4 lip sync in a fat suit in? I think that's just literally her robe that she takes yeah. to Drag Race because I think she had that robe on her original, original season, season two. two. Mm. Either that or she just keeps getting you <laughs> cheetah print robes. Do you what do you what do you wear when you get ready? Like, do you like show up to a venue in like a a certain look or something? Um, sometimes it depends. Like, if it's you wear depends, <laughs> it's always depends. <laughs> of course, it depends. <laughs> um, if it's like brunch, I show up to brunch not padded. Yeah, and then I get ready because I'm always there early enough that I can pad there and still be out there in time to greet when people are getting there. But if it's like a night show, I just like show up in something. Yeah. But like when I'm painting, I used to paint in a 7X t-shirt, but it got so wow. nice. <laughs> it was like, it like was a dress and yes. I loved it. It was my little <laughs> muumu basically. And I loved it. It got just so gross eventually because of like makeup yeah. and lash glue that I had to throw it out. So now I just have like a certain pair of sweat shorts 
Then I got a like H and M that are lavender that are disgusting now because <laughs> now they are getting to that point. Ugh. Yeah, the the clothes you put your makeup on in are they always get so not not like you specifically, but like the royal. She's dragging me general. on the yeah. channel. Yeah, Fauna's disgusting. They never wash their drag. Like what the hell? Um, Don't tell my secrets. <laughs> That's an extra surprise. Um, the stench. <laughs> That's okay. how you know I was near. Not to get too off topic, but I completely had to wash all of my drag um, a couple of weeks ago. I have I've never done like a full head to toe. We're washing everything, but but I had. I don't know that I've done that. Like head ever. to toe washing everything. I had a very dear friend um, <laughs> who came to me about one of my costumes that smelled really bad. <laughs> See, some of mine I'm afraid to wash, like my rhinestone yeah. and sequin. Like it, it was exactly that. It was my rhinestone stuffed animal one. And I was like, but it's so cute. What if it gets destroyed? But it was fine. I washed it. No, it was like, great. <laughs> I've got some that are literally sequin fabrics with rhinestones on them. And I'm like, I don't want to wash this because I don't want it to get ruined. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like, let's just spray some Febreze fabric spray on it. And because pretend the over- smell doesn't exist. <laughs> well, it's the odor eliminating fabric spray. If you get like Allegedly. the actual fabric spray. Yeah. Look, if it's gotten like, terrible smells out of my car <laughs> it can get the terrible smells out of my drag oh lord well speaking of terrible smells thank god this was a video platform for drag race because um i could smell i, I feel like there would be corn fritos everywhere oh my god that smell oh if that workroom could talk um so as they're in the workroom th- what did you think of them pointing out the people who hadn't been blocked yet so jada and, and Raja. i mean like the obvious choice here is they're not going to block Raja. She's got one star. Yeah. Jada has three. Mm-hmm. It's kind of obvious. But also Jada's been doing it the whole season to other people. So it's kind of... True. My thing is I kind of lived for her little like... Her speech. <laughs> her speech. Because she was just like, well, if you think about it, I'm probably already going to be in the top four. Yep, I already won. So <laughs> I'm already going to be in the top four. So blocking me won't stop me from being there. So you might as well use it on somebody else that it'll stop. And I was like, you know what? She's actually kind of smart for this. <laughs> like, no, there is a little bit of logic there. No, it is I, all bullshit. <laughs> I was, I was buying into it. I was here for the fantasy. I was like, Fully on board, drinking the Kool-Aid. Yes. I don't know. I kind of, though, I do sort of wish that she kept stirring the pot and was like, y'all remember all those bitches who blocked you? I was one of them. Um, (laughs) Which wouldn't have helped her in the end because she got blocked by somebody that had not been blocked. Spoiler alert. Exactly. Now we're at the main stage and RuPaul comes out looking like Alaska Thunderfuck. What did, and you, what did you think of this look? And Janixa Bravo's. It was like, I. It was nothing. Moment. It was nothing groundbreaking for Ru for me. I didn't really. I hated those like hanging down pieces on the side of the wig. Mm. I felt like they went out too far. Okay. They were too wide. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. If you, they were in and a little more curled. Do you like like the pageant kind of curl like down your face, like framing your face almost? Yeah. Because it's just the rest of the wig isn't really out that wide. So it's just Fair. It's, it's just out of place. Yeah. I do. I don't know. I think she's um, she had all the exciting fashion at the beginning of the season and 
and she's like, okay, yeah. nobody's going to watch these episodes except for poor, these poor little podcasters <laughs> who are going to give us bad feedback. So. <laughs> I loved, though, when she comes out and Michelle was like, after all these years, yes. how is she still this Georgia, gorgeous? Gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> and Rue said, maybe it's the PCP. <laughs> I'm just like, Rue just be talking about all the drugs. She really do. She really do. Well, do you want to jump into this runway? I'm down. The category is... Nitty Nitty Bang Bang. Nitty Nitty Bang Bang. Have you seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? No. I have not watched that movie in years, and it scared the fuck out of me. I don't even know what it's about. I can't tell you. (laughs) I just remember that I was horrified of it. I don't know. There was like some man and he's like laughing or something. Yeah, that would scare me too. Like, yeah. I, men. I, I never liked laughing. You could have stopped at men. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, damn. Well, um, we can discuss that in therapy uh, next week. All right. So first of the runway, we have the Vivian. How would you describe this look? Um, completely hand-knitted wool floor length with a train gown mm-hmm. she must have traded outfits with trinity because this has got a train oh um with the like <laughs> that would be kind of gaggy <laughs> right with either i can't tell if they're the knitting or crochet needles sticking out of the wig yeah but it's kind of cute the way like that wig is similar color to the gown okay to have like the knitting needles sticking out of them yeah I love the slit all the way right up to the pussy. The poo swatcher. You know, it's it's just out. I love it. Um, I, okay, no, I said I love it. I actually don't, I don't think I'm crazy about this one. Oh. Something, like, it's it's pretty. Sorry, I'm, I don't know. I'm definitely the villain <laughs> for today. But um, the, I don't know, something about it just looks extremely bulky to I me. I mean. And I don't know. It, it, it does, I it's like not groundbreaking it. to me for the video. I like it. And I no, this is probably a lot of work and also very uncomfortable to wear. Sure. Um, it's nothing. I mean, you're right. It's nothing groundbreaking. Like where are her more conceptual things? Like she was doing so much conceptual stuff in UK season one, you know, that's what I want from Viv. Yeah. I'm, I'm missing that. So I think I'm going to flop it. I'm still fawning it. Okay. And for those of you who don't know, if we like a look, it's a fun. And if we don't like it, the look, it's a flop. Sorry, sis. Next to the stage, we have in Indebelly Realness, Shay Coulee. Um, and so she is wearing this Indebelly Tribe inspired. Can look. we talk about how the fact that she was wearing Indebelly Tribe on, on the, the Mean Girls. Girls reference? Oh, yes. This is the fertility vase of the Indebelly Tribe. Doesn't that mean anything to you? No. <laughs> well, does this look mean anything to you, Fong? Oh, this look is so fantastic. Like, and this is how you do a bald cap, too. Like, the bald cap on this look yeah. that she did, fantastic. There is not a detail I would change. So, I I think there are references that I just I just don't understand. Um, I, I really like this outfit, and I especially love the headpiece. Um like is the her makeup looks so fucking good it yeah she she looks stunning the only thing i i didn't quite love was the back like when she turned around the blanket really just covered up the whole outfit um you know like she's wearing like this knitted blanket. so what's it supposed to do from the back 
I don't know, just something something more interesting. I, I didn't like that it just completely covered up the whole dress, but I I don't know. Maybe that is a, a very specific cultural thing that I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I like, it's a fawn for me. I, like I didn't that. think anything of it because I'm like, oh, if you're wearing something flowy, you're not going to see the black back silhouette from the back. Fair, fair. It's not a Doja Cat moment where if you like it from the front, you should see it from the back. Yeah. back and I'm not back, saying that she back, should have back. like cut her ass out or anything for this look. I think that would have been really weird. <laughs> but um, I, I also love all the different knitted pieces, though. On the yeah. front. I, I guess it's just... There's it was so much so, attention to detail. Yeah, it was so visually interesting and so many details on the front. I wish I wish it had more details on the back. Yeah. Um, like, like, what all is knitted here? Like, is the is the head... Is the whole head piece needed? Is, is the whole head piece It knitted? looks like... I know all the rings are and the like leg warmers and the dress and the shawl. So the dress is also knitted? Yeah. Oh, I see it now. And okay. I think the base of the headdress is. I can't tell. Yeah. But yeah, I know yeah, the I rings, right. um, the different color rings around the neck, the like Yeah, the yellow, big ones, blue, red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know those are. Nice. Well, is this a flop or a fawn for you? Oh, this is like honestly. Yeah, it's a fawn. It is a fawn for me as well. The next person we're going to be discussing is Jada Essence Hall. The essence of beauty. Yes. And she just looks so freaking cute in this look. What was the... um? What was the, the big comfy couch. The big comfy couch. I do not remember this TV show. I do not know the reference. Yeah, but I, I do adore the look. This is like how you know you do a good look when... It's a standalone piece if people don't get the reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, it's so fucking good. This is probably my favorite makeup of hers all season. Oh, yeah. She looks so freaking cute. I love the it. puffs, too, are so good in the hair. That big, long wool scarf. Yes. I would trip the fuck over that. Oh, my God. I would Same. be dead. Um, I, I also loved... I My favorite thing about hers was how from the back, it was still interesting. Like, it had the knitted um, flap over the butt. Um, and it's even know. got, like, the cutouts on the hip. So, mm-hmm. it's like, like you've said before on the podcast, it's got something to look at from every angle. Right. Uh, yeah. I really, 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 really love that. And the shoe, too. The shoe goes perfectly yes. with the outfit. And Ooh. she's even got the knitting needles in the scarf, too. Oh my God, I really like this. The more I talk about it, the more I like it. But I'm saving my fetch for someone else. Oh, I don't know. I almost want to give it a fetch. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. No, it's a fawn. It's a fawn for me. I think it's a fawn for me. <laughs> okay. Work, Jada. <gasps> Next to the stage, we have the love of my life, Evie Oddly, in this amazing, amazing, amazing yellow hand-dyed um, ombre blood. moment. Ombre. She said it took five months. Which, did they so, even know the show was going to be around did, that long? Was this just a project she was working on, or is this how long they had to prepare? I have no idea. I don't, I I just, I just love it. And the like, headpiece is knitting needles. The headpiece is knitting needles. With yarn balls. And her hair is knitted. And the, right. her makeup also in this is just. It's knitted. It is knitted. She knitted her face. I don't, everything about it. I, I love it. It looks like it would be sweltering to wear with the way I wear my drag body, but it's the perfect mix. Of it like looks like the most comfortable uh, to wear of the outfits mm-hmm. tonight though, because it looks the most breezy. So avant-garde, so chic. Ah, oh it looks God. the most breezy of all these knitted outfits though. Easy, breezy, beautiful Evie. Very that. It is. And this is my fetch. 
I was, That's so fun. I was saving it. I oh my god, I'm upset. Like she literally turned the corner and I was like, <laughs> so yeah. it's a fawn for me. It's not a fetch, but it's a fawn. Wow, so you hate Evie oddly. I like might have to retroactively give my fetch, but I haven't decided. I just really like a lot of these looks, so mm. I can't really decide. There may not be somebody that gets a fetch. I mean, I had to fetch someone on the Mean Girls episode, you know? Fair. I like, come on. Fair. Uh, I'm, I'm obsessed with this. This is my favorite. And you're fetching the one that played Regina, the Regina George character, uh, too. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It'll never happen. Congrats, Evie. Oh, oh, shit. This, is, this was a very good runway. Right. Next to the stage, we have Monet Exchange. And like, Y'all know, I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. I fucking love streetwear. Uh-huh. And that's something I can almost always count on Monet bringing is streetwear. I love a good high fashion streetwear moment. Mm-hmm. And the way she brought it to knitted and did a puffer coat with like the perfect little length of high-waisted booty short. Yes. And even the little like crop top bralette halter top moment thing is also knitted as well it's everything about this is amazing it's just so good there's not anything i would change about this one either oh yeah i also really love the how the bow has details that come down the sides right and she like does such great characterization with it with a lollipop i do kind of wish the lollipop was like really big or something like a little campier but i'm I, and I mean, a huge font for me. It's one of those things. This isn't the most complicated look. Right. Compared to some of the things that were worn on the runway. Mm-hmm. It still stacks with the other things that oh, were yeah. worn, though. Also, does this continue with the trend of trans pride colors that we had at the beginning of the season? She's got the pink on the one side, the white on the other side, and the blue. Just it's a different color throughout. blue, but I think it could work. I think, I think we could squeeze too. this in. Yeah. I'll squeeze you in, Monet, anytime. Um, I do kind of wish more was done with the shoe. I wish the shoe was like a different color because it, it seems kind of random. It's just got a little pom-pom that's the same color, but I, I'm not mad about it or anything. Um, so, yeah, is this a flop? Her makeup is so fucking good. It is. This is absolutely 100% a flop. A flop. Just kidding, of course. You know I've got to <laughs> do it at least once an episode. It's a fun. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Next to the stage, we have Trick to mm. Tea, the Tuck. Yeah, what are your opinions on this? I this was actually, was actually the... one of my favorites. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, just like Jada's was one of my favorites, Shay was my other favorite. Um, Those were like my three favorite runways. The fact that a fan made this for her was yeah, kind of incredible. Really cool. now, did the, did the sucker... fan make the whole look or did they just make the, the doll? I don't know. Oh, okay. I love the doll. That's but my the part doll of matches the thing perfectly. True. But this is not what I would have expected Trinity to do. Mm-hmm. This is so much more high fashion than what I expect from Trinity. And I do not mean that in a derogatory way. Trinity, I can usually count on to bring me drag from a Southern perspective. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, And that's not anything like negative by any means. I'm from the South. Um, She's from Alabama originally. Yeah. But that like pageant. Aesthetic, yeah. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, So this was not what I expected from her. 
And I'm also just a slut for lilacs and lavenders. <laughs> I'm a slut for lilacs and lavenders. So I was here for that. I would not have thought to pair it with this like cheetah print moment either. Mm-hmm. And then doing it with the hair, holding the like oversized little, I think she called it a grumpkin. I was here for all of it. There are a lot of elements I like about this. Um, I didn't like the lip though. No, that was my one thing. Oh yeah. Oh, it's like she tried to match the lip color with the. I like don't hate the lip. It's just that shade of lip almost never looks good on somebody of lighter complexion. Mm. I my my okay. I I really love the grumpkin. Um, and I also my other favorite detail about this is the hair matching, like the cheetah print matching the um, or I don't know whatever animal print. It it is complimentary, complimentary um, with the with this look. but I actually really don't like this look very much. I don't know. For me, I, I'm my eyes have a hard time figuring out where to go um, when I look at it. Uh, and I I don't hate it, but I don't quite love it either. So it's a light flop for me. Well, I your know. feelings are valid. <laughs> Whether they are correct, they're valid. Um, yeah, this is definitely a high fawn for me. It's mm-hmm. up there with Jada and Shay for me. It's just, it's so similar to, to Jada's in, you know, in a way, like I, I guess the silhouette, but I just liked Jada's to me, they're so both much complete, more. To me, they're diff- completely different silhouettes mm. to me. I guess I'm thinking like knitted, like knitwear. It's similar purple. color and they both had a big scarf that yeah, dra- scarf. drags the ground. If you want to make that connection, yes. I think, I think that's what I'm seeing. And I just, I liked the execution of Jada's so much. Because she also had a little more depth with the lavenders and lilacs right. of color. That 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 is exactly where I'm struggling with this look. I think yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like the it for me, it's a lack of depth, and there were so many interesting details from every angle with Jada. So I think that's what makes it a little underwhelming for me. But it is very cool. It's very avant garde, and I, I don't hate it. But comparatively, it is not my favorite. So light flop, final answer. Well, it's a fawn. <laughs> Next to the stage, we have Jinxie. What did you think of this? I I liked it. It was kind of a, a little on the nose for me for Jinx, um, but I I I didn't hate it. I, I liked the woven. I thought it was a different angle than everyone else we had seen so far, right? So the the gold woven fabric, I guess, is how you would call that. Um, was cool to me. I liked her inspiration for it. It it was it was very Jinx monsoon. She looked gorgeous. It, so it is. It she is gives a it a character. She does give it a character, um, but the the trend for this this episode is definitely long white knitted scarves. It doesn't even look knitted for real. Yeah, yeah, that th- that is kind of a issue I have with it too. Like the scarf didn't look super knitted to me. It took me so long to figure out that the dress itself was knitted as well, mm. because I've just seen sequin fabric that has those like it's got a pattern and it's got the nude right parts in it because also it's completely lined with nude fabric oh. so it really just kind of looked like fabric to me yeah it um so it just didn't read I she agree. looks good. It, it doesn't. It doesn't quite read well on camera. I wonder if this is one of those looks that like looks completely different when you see it in person. It versus might. camera. Because I, I don't know. I don't hate it. I, don't, but I hate her makeup. You hate her makeup. I hate her makeup. 
Why? I don't know. There's something about the brow and the brow bone specifically. That's a little odd, huh? Yeah. That's like my biggest pet peeve of whether I will like somebody's drag makeup or not is yeah <laughs> it's it's where the brow falls it's, it's like the where the brow falls and how the brow is shaped and <laughs> how you bring your eyeshadow up to your brow yeah interesting yeah i am not gonna ask if you like how i do my makeup because i just paint my i do enjoy your makeup and higher and higher so i can fit more in i mean i paint my <laughs> eyebrows fairly high as well true um i love your angle on your eyebrows mm. and the color it's so good um thank you but I will say one of the things. Now compliment me. Say something nice about me. I like your makeup. Oh my God. Something specific. <laughs> I mean, you do have a very like doing the overdramatic crease is like mm. common, but the way you do <gasps> it is different than other people. Oh, thank you. And I do enjoy that. I'm very creative and talented. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I actually did it myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what's, what's wrong with me this episode. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm here for it. Um, I will say though, one thing about Jinx's look—it reminded me a little bit of her look from the roast on season five, and I think it might just have been specifically the hair. The roast on season five. Yeah, I think it might have specifically been the okay. hair because she had that orange yes. wig with the white streak in it. Yes, and she wore that like black and white. I think it might have been a paillette sequin gown, yeah. and she, I think, even had a shawl. I mean, because we've never something. seen Jinx in an orange wig before. She's like Davina De Campo, <laughs> <laughs> a red wig and a gold dress. I don't think. <laughs> Next to the stage, and finally to the stage, we have. Raja! Roger! Yes! Oh my god. Now, I don't know, I'm kind of regretting giving out my fetch so early, but... Yeah. But the old fine. ball and chain. I won't take it back. <laughs> um. So, my favorite thing, to, like, when it comes to describing this look, my favorite thing was, I think... Uh, uh, the hilarious Ross Matthews said, <laughs> oh, so what you're saying is you can't fist because she has all these discs. Yes, I was hoping. <laughs> and I was like, no, that I just thought makes it was, the challenge a little more interesting. I thought it was, oh, you can only fist with one arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with this, she is doing, this is a callback to one of her her original looks from her original season, right? Like she had like that gold futuristic um, look and now she has it woven. Um, sure, with the thigh high gold boots and I don't remember that, but sure, yeah. It's also very similar to the bracelets that Shay has worn a few times on the season. Mm. Um, I have a strong feeling that those bracelets and probably the headpiece that she's wearing and the corset that she is wearing are all probably Abraham Levy, oh. who's a popular drag costumer friend of the, the pod i mean i don't know Abraham. <laughs> i cannot speak to their character um but they you see the i i know you've seen the queens and the corsets oh yeah i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about mm-hmm. he's the one that does all of them mm. hey what do you think about this wig color i like it it's like this i would not have expected it on her and one thing i will say she took a very common drag piece yeah. like the that corset like it's a very specific common one like just the stylized mm-hmm. we've seen it so many times and for her to be able to take that and do it different and do it so different in a way that you don't even really recognize it yeah that's how you do it raja i've said it before i will keep saying it 
does drag in her own way, in her own lane. She inspires herself. She doesn't get inspired by drag. Right. Um, I don't love the wig color, but I think that is a personal thing. You know that like maroon color people will dye their hair sometimes and they're like, yeah. ooh, it's a natural red. And it's like, oh, no, it, it doesn't. It, I don't know. Sometimes I, I like a maroon color wig and or a hair and sometimes I don't because I've seen it done very terribly a lot, mm. especially in the South. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's very common. Like it's a know, very Southern, like Southern white woman who thinks she's being different. Yes. Yeah, she goes. I'm edgy. Uh huh. Yeah, just like all of her. Friends. And it's a maroon from Bible study. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's maybe why I hate all that the color. girls. At, <laughs> all the women at church are gossiping about her because she dyed her hair maroon. Yes, the color of the devil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was this a flop or a fawn for you? It was a fawn. It's a fawn for me as well. Very, very high up there. Well, what's your favorite runway from this look uh, or from from this week? That's a hard one. Don't make me choose. I'm gonna make you pick, and um, uh, you need a top and a bottom. Who do you who do you hate? Well, I mean, I'm first, so me. Oh, oh you hate <laughs> I'm yourself? both top and bottom. <laughs> There's a lot to discuss with. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my top would be I. I really think my top might actually be Trinity for runway. Really? Yeah. Re- even over Raja. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll allow you to have that. Well, I mean, my top is Evie. Um, it, it, I mean, Raja's is just so, so good, but I don't know. I Can think you I, guess what my bottom is? Vivian. No. Who? What? Jinx. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see that. I also fucking hated her in the challenge. Well, we'll get to that after the break. <laughs> And we are horse bareback. And we are going to be watching Santa's School for Girls, the 11 minute cult classic here on Ruples Drag Duples <laughs> All Stars. It's 11 and Jerry, yeah, So, so um, what did you think about the Santa School for Girl challenge? Um, I thought it was a really cute challenge. It was one of my favorite acting challenges that we've had. Same. I love a Mean Girls reference, mm-hmm. um, which is on and Netflix now. <gasps> Wait, it's on Mean Girls? <laughs> okay, I've had too much wine, Lord. Um, it's on Netflix? Yeah, they just put it on Netflix again. I wouldn't know. I only watch out TV. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but yet you haven't watched go go for the gold uh okay don't come for me like this um right now on this <laughs> day in my own house lord that i just cleaned it's y'all it's the first time that fawn has seen my house clean i think ever um i mean there's always drag going on so oh yeah i mean relatable how, how clean is it really um anyways so santa's school for girls we set the stage Vivian walks into the room and she's playing nut Megan Kelly, the headmistress bitch in charge, HBIC. And I don't know. She's just being a complete Republican Christmas loving. Mike Christmas kind. great again. Right. Um, yeah. So what do you think about the... I thought it was good. Um, Viv was obviously a standout. Oh, yeah. She, she was amazing. Um, 
I loved the dances to Hasis. It's Christmas. Oh yeah, especially that callback to Mean Girls mm-hmm. because they were wearing the Mean Girls outfit. Yes. That like the correct thing for it. I was not a fan of Jinx. Why? It felt very forced and like she was so upset about not getting any of the roles she wanted and she was so hellbent on overcompensating for that. Yeah. That it felt very toddler throwing a tantrum Hmm. to me. Okay. And in a way that it was like... I get it's a competition and you want to win, but there's a certain aspect of two, like, I don't know. I don't know. See, I actually felt kind of different because I think it would have been one thing if she had just been bad at the choices she was making. I didn't like the choices she made. I didn't really. I don't know. I thought it was good because no one else was really doing the whole doing uh, the slow talking like this. She she turned and had the (laughs) Satanism moment. Okay, that was like the only good part. But like there was no one else really capitalized on that. You know, like like not even Evie the oddball was like capitalizing on the whole hail Satan stuff. And well, I mean, I don't think that could have worked for her role. Maybe true. I think. Hmm. Jinx's or Trinity's role would be the only one that could have capitalized on that. Fair, fair. I mean, and like then the part at the end, I think I don't know. To me, Jinx just excelled so much, especially at the end when they completely closed out. I with her strongly disagree. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Well, she okay. was literally my least of the whole no. of everyone. She was in my bottom two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you, you, okay. Because it was very like, I've got a small amount of roles, small amount of lines, so I'm going to take my time saying every one of them, and I don't care. It was very diva, and very, I don't know. Hmm. There was a lot that I didn't like, because I was like, it would have been fine if it was enjoyable and you did that. It was just, it felt forced hmm i don't know i i really enjoyed it and i i yes i agree it was definitely diva it was like okay bitch. it just felt really forced to me yeah. so i was not hmm. okay i see what you mean but i i mean i wish that that other characters had made more interesting choices honestly. yeah like i mean Evie, fair. i wish jada had made some more interesting i wish Shay no had i don't think there's a lot choices. jada could have done differently i was pleased with jada mm. i don't yeah i but there, uh, another character highlight for me was um, Monet. I, I really enjoyed how she played it, especially after um, Janix's yeah. suggestions. I really liked Monet. She was definitely a big standout for me. Honestly, Shay was a standout for me. Because, Personally? <laughs> um, Shay probably had the most amount of roles. Roles. Lines. lines i cannot speak english today i know it's hard something's going on in our in our um and it's and not even the kind of studio. hard that i like damn <laughs> oh okay <laughs> not lines on the pod uh, <laughs> um but i you've got to think playing that kind of straight man kind of what's kind of ground the whole thing is not an easy role to do true and for it to be 
consistent and I don't know. It's one of those roles. It would have been very hard to win in that role. Yeah. But I think she did a fantastic job. And I think because of the role it was is why she didn't win. See, I think if this was like a motion picture, like that was actually going up for an Oscar or, or a legitimate film, I would agree because yes, you need that character who's going to push the storyline ahead just by being the same one. But this is RuPaul's Duple's race, you know? And so you got to be the loudest one in the room. Why can't drag queens be professional actors? They can just not on RuPaul's (laughs) Duple. And like, but I, I think it was on, um, hot goss, uh, Willem and Alaska's podcast. They talked about this, like, you know, on Dragula, they brought in like a real film crew to make like a mini film. Yeah. And so I think that it, uh, um, like, I think Willem was saying like, why not just elevate it that? Like, well, you have these right. winners. So I, I think it would have elevated their performances right. to, to have done something like that. But this was still that standard style skit where I, I think you have to overact yeah. in order to stand out. And I mean, she did overact to an extent. Okay. My favorite thing also (laughs) was like every time this is not a musical. Yes, I loved that. There was also there was just a lot of good writing too. I mean, it wasn't the I like was was not the biggest fan of her hair color for this. Shays? Yeah, Mm. I thought it was okay. Like the the maybe not the hair color. Like I think I heard someone say like that it should be orange um, to match Katie Heron from Mean Girls. But you know, you you bring what you bring. Yeah, I just felt like pink. But it had orange in the front. Bright orange. orange. <laughs> I felt like it didn't make sense. Fair. Now, I... Trinity did... Trinity did... Trinity, I felt also, in the end result, did better than what I thought she was mm. going to do. Yeah, that direction made a big difference. Yeah. My favorite thing for Trinity in the whole thing... Well, I really loved the voiceovers moment that they all had where they were like... There was like their inter- internal dialogue. And... When she was like, fa la 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 who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was hilarious. And then I love when Miss Toe got killed. Like, Oh, I love <laughs> when... I want to know if it was ad-lib or if it was in the lines when Monet says, no, you don't have to call me Miss Toe. Call me by my first name. Everyone, like all my friends my do. Friends do. Camel. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that was in there. <laughs> I'm sure that was written. Was it? Or did she ad lib that? I don't think that. I don't know. I don't think she would have come up with that. But the I do think that it's possible. Like when they were, uh, when uh, uh, she was getting killed, like the whole like, <laughs> you missed me. That's the one. Like, I think that could yeah. be ad libbed. I was, I was impressed with that. And I'm sure all of their little individual scenes were ad libbed. Yeah. The right. like, um, cops interviewing kind of. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. I love that. That was the only time that I liked Jinx. Yeah, she really killed it. I don't know. She that just, was the only time that I liked Jinx. Well, I liked her the whole time. Now, I don't necessarily think she should have been in the top two. Um, but I mean, she, she wasn't in the top two, but like, I, I thought yeah. she was very good. Like, I thought she was in the upper half for me. Um, which brings us to the judging. Yeah. Yeah. So the, we find out that the top two are Raja and Vivian. What did you think? Logically. I mean, I, I feel like it was the correct choice. Yeah. I was unsure about Raja. I wasn't entirely sure. Cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was just so, I don't know. 
it wasn't the most interesting character to me, but I, it did stick out. So I guess it's, yeah. I enjoyed it. And I feel like she probably also got a lot of credit because historically on Drag Race, the goth girl roles always go home. Mm. Or at least lip sync. Yeah. And guess what? The goth girl did lip sync, but lip-sync. it was for the win. It was for the win. Um, so we get to see Raja and Vivian lip sync to Super, Super Freak. Freak. This song, as soon as it came on, I was like, Raja's winning Raja. this one. Yeah, this is Roger's. Sorry, Viv. But it came all this way. It was just to pour a bottle of water on yourself right. and win no money. And like try to do a cartwheel, but you, <laughs> your feet were wet. So you like slipped, but then you caught yourself. Good recovery, but Why? it was just. It was no Kylie Jenner love. And then re- like, like licking Raja's level. armpit. This was just mess, mess, mess. And there were even points really that Raja wasn't lip syncing. No. Like R- Raja's wig slipped a few times. Oh, I didn't Did you notice, notice that? that. Yeah. Like they were very kind with the editing, but I, I really, Raja's my favorite between these two. Absolutely. And so my eyes were always She embodied it. Yeah. And but there were points that she was not her, on the, like her mouth would just be closed or she'd be doing that like mouth open kind of like dancing. That's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And also free the nipple, but I don't think that her nipple slipping was intentional. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It just also at the very so beginning messy. when she like flicks her dress out and you just see Barbie crotch. Yeah. <laughs> Not Barbie crotch. Um, but I think that what put Raja over the edge was just Raja eventually was like, you know what? I'm just going to own this song. I'm just going to do my best to embody it. Whereas Viv was just like trying harder and harder and harder to one up mm-hmm. her and just couldn't maintain it. And I mean, Raja started out good out of the gate with the like, at the very first, she's all right, pointing to Viv and being like, mm-hmm. eh. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. I thought it was going to go to Raja at that they point. They love that. Anytime. Mm-hmm. They always eat it up. Anytime you can play off the words, it's the way to go. Um, okay. And so Raja is the winner of the lip sync and she chooses to block Jada, the campaigner. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did you think this was a smart block? Um, no. Really? Why? Because, I mean, yeah, she has three stars, but also I'd be trying to strategize of, I mean, Jada had a point. Try to keep somebody else from getting another star that's on their upswing Mm -hmm. because Jada's already got the three stars. You're on a level playing field with a bunch of people with two stars. If you can keep somebody that's got two stars down, they're not going up past you. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. But in Mario Kart, you don't throw the blue shell at the person in last place, you know? This isn't Mario Kart, (laughs) I just, I don't know. I'm struggling with that logic. I do think Jada made sense. In Mario Kart, you don't throw the red shell at the person who's in first place. And that's what the plunger is. It's the red shell. You're is throwing it? it at the person in front of you. I guess. I don't know. I think the plunger is a shell of many colors, um, <laughs> none of which are platinum. Uh, <laughs> it's gold. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Um, yeah. I personally would have played the strategy of trying to keep somebody that I am on a level playing field with down rather than letting, rather than trying to block somebody that's already got three stars Especially with how it's being edited. Do we really think Jada's going to get a fourth win before, or a fourth star? Yeah, but Raja doesn't know that, you know? Hmm. I think she's... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I mean... 
I mean, how would they know? I don't like. I'd be going for somebody like Jinx. Fair, but Jinx just hasn't done well in the last. I mean, she hasn't done well enough to earn a star in the last few. She's won three challenges. True. She's got two stars and won three challenges. I know, but it's. it's, I would have flocked Jinx. It's a dry spell. It's a dry spell. Now, you know what would have been interesting if Raja had asked to block herself. Could you imagine? I know, like she, like, can you do that? Is that against the rules? Who knows? Probably after Dela, they probably have all kinds of crazy rules just in case. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, because she wants it so bad. <laughs> so she yeah. just wants to sit on it. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So she just she just needs um, something that's platinum for her pleasure. Oh my god. Well, is there anything else that uh, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about for this episode? I don't think so. Well, I think. That's the pod, everybody. Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, I'm done. Clocked out. <laughs> well, we'll see you later this week, maybe. Bye. Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta ta.